0: I'm Emma. And this is the Content Creators Podcast. Our mission is to inspire creatives to discover, grow, and own their brand. And today, we are going to be sharing how to do an Instagram content audit. So if you want to learn how to look at your Instagram analytics and determine what content is performing best, this podcast episode is for you.
1: But before we get started, let's do our question of the day. And the question of the day is, how often do you do an Instagram content audit? I
0: know I should do it probably monthly, but like in the back of my head, I'm like at least quarterly.
1: Yeah, I'm at with least you. quarterly.
0: I'm like, I need to at least like check in. And even if I'm not doing like this full breakdown, right? Just like I can at least like get a gl- I I feel like minimum do this full outline that we're going to run through once a year. Minimum. Yeah. But once a quarter is probably ideal. I'd say I do like a high level overview once a quarter where I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is like where it's at. This is like what I see is performing well. Like looking at the numbers, like doing a really general one, not like a full breakdown. Ideally, you would be doing what we're about to talk about every quarter.
1: Yeah. And I I was going to say it's funny because like last year, I think I was a bit more diligent about this doing this quarterly. But because reels have just overtaken the feed I would say right like I I just feel like now it's almost like we're doing a content audit within feed posts and then looking also at reels I mean with that right like your content your pillars your niches is still reflective in those two content types but it's almost like you kind of have to adjust your approach because and I think we've chatted about this like this time last year what was performing in feed the reach was triple. Like the organic posts, yeah, and like this time now compared to like last year, again, it's like I feel like with just in feed posts, it's probably like a third of everything of is changing. Yeah, it's completely shifted. Whereas my reels, like last year, I. I was doing a few videos but now it's like a bigger mix and so um just something to like keep in mind as we like dive in and like talk through how you do an Instagram audit and like keeping in mind that like you can evaluate and look at different content types um because it is still valuable to like understand what's performing and what's not performing. Yes. But before we dive in I want to discuss like what is a content audit so if this is the first time you've ever heard this word a content audit is the process of collecting and analyzing your content across your platforms which can be your blog your youtube your podcast your instagram your tiktok whatever that is whatever social media channels you're on A content audit keeps track of all the content you've created on social media and your platforms, and it can help give you insights to improve content that is not resonating with your audience and shows you what your highest performing content is.
0: And it can also help you like adjust your content pillars. Honestly, like if you're just like, this is like where I'm really aligned and I'm also seeing my audience is really aligned with this. Like maybe it's time for me to adjust my pillars. Maybe it's time for me to adjust where I'm focusing my content. So super important for your overall content strategy, which we actually just did an episode on your content plan and strategy. Yes. So if you do this do this and then go back and maybe adjust your content plan and strategy. All right, now we're going to walk you guys through the steps of how to perform a content audit, starting with step one, outline your goals. So before you jump into analyzing which posts perform well, which posts didn't perform well, we want you to think about what you want to accomplish. Because if we're just looking like, oh, like this got a thousand views, this got a hundred thousand views. Like, what does that mean? Like, what, what does that mean for you? Like, what are you... And also, like, when you're looking at the actual content and, like, analyzing how it performed, are you adjusting your pillars? Like, are you wanting to see if your pillars are performing? Are you wanting to see what pillars are your top performing? Because the way that we go into a content audit is going to determine how we understand and interpret the data because, yes, while data is consistent, that's going to kind of bias us on what we end up seeing when we're looking at it. So a few questions you can ask yourself. Do you want to produce content that's in line with your brand and your content pillars? Do you want to create brand clarity across all your posts? For example, if you're a fashion account, you can see fashion reflected in all of your posts. Do you want to learn what type of content your audience responds to? Do you want to learn what type of content and posts your audience isn't understanding or engaging with? Do you want to adjust your content strategy? Do you want to learn how you can get more specific as a brand? And again, calling back to those content pillars and like what is resonating with your audience. Asking yourself all these things and what you're looking to accomplish from your content audit is key going into actually performing the audit.
1: So step number two, you guys, is to pull up your Instagram insights. So for your Instagram posts, if you're planning to do a content audit once a year, you can filter by last year. Or if you're planning to do a content audit once a quarter, you can filter by last three months. And if you're just starting out, we recommend using reach the number of unique accounts that's seen your content. Um, That's one of the metrics you can use. You can also use impressions. There's a bunch of other things like saves as well. And again, we recommend, especially if you are mixing in in-feed posts and reels, doing this on both those content types.
0: And step number three is to perform a visual audit. So basically what that means is you're selecting five to ten images or more if you're feeling up to it. If you got the time and you can sit down and just go through all these definitely do it. But for the purposes of this, we're just going to talk through five to 10 images in your top one to two pages of your metrics page. And when you're looking at these, make sure that you ask yourself what visual themes are so common in these top performing posts. And again, we are sorting these by whatever metric you chose in the previous step. And so these first ones that are popping up in the first portion are going to be the ones that are highest performing in whatever metric you just selected. So, is there a common visual theme in these top performing posts? Are they indoor or outdoor or are they are are they <laughs> can't speak today. Are they colorful or are they neutral? Are is it seasonal content or is it uh, evergreen content. Are they styled photo shoots? Are they iPhone photos? Are they up close, detailed shots or full body shots? Are they product shots or full body shots? Again, this is something to just think through. And again, we're starting just with the visual piece, right? Just with the visual piece for this first part. And you also can categorize it. Do your posts fall into the content pillars that you've identified? So are these top performing posts aligned with your mission statement and with the content pillars? that? you try to speak to on a regular basis with your content. Because again, if you're selling yourself as a content creator, you're selling your brand, you're selling who you are, and you know what your mission statement is, is that also what is resonating with your
1: audience? So step number four, you guys, after you have looked at your in-feed posts or your reels, you want to perform a copy or a written work audit. So again, select those five to 10 images that you have you know filtered either by reach impression saves whatever that may be and more if you're feeling up for it right in your one to two pages of your metrics page and ask yourself what common themes are what common themes are within my top performing captions so I would look at those first five posts or first 10 posts, look at the captions, it's probably easier to look at those captions. Like you can open up a separate post on each tab on your web browser and you can go through these questions and see if there's any common themes happening with those captions. So are your captions long and multi-paragraph or are they short and bullet points? Um, do your captions include any stories? Maybe it's personal, inspirational, or real life, or is it just a one-liner? Are there instructional types of captions? Um, and it either can be how-tos or step-by-steps in those five to 10 images, top images that are um, that are filtered out, right? Or are you talking about any reviews or recommendations? Maybe you're sharing people, places, and things. Or is your, are your captions driving conversation? Maybe those top performing captions are ones where you're having deep conversations with your audience. So after you go through and you perform kind of just, again, like a copy audit of those captions, start to categorize those posts. Do your posts fall into those content pillars that you've identified, right? When you're talking, when you are visually showing a outfit post, because fashion's one of your content pillars. Do you have more engagement when you're giving outfit tips, or maybe you're just getting more engagement when it's just a one-liner? Or maybe you're getting the more most engagement when you're talking about, you know, something very personal to you of like why you were inspired to wear what you're wearing. After you're done categorizing, just scan and reflect. Ask yourself, is my audience responding or contributing to the conversations about the content pillars I'm talking about in this post? What is driving the most conversations? in the different types of caption formats there are.
0: I would also say if you have the time, you can almost flip steps three and four and look at the worst performing yes just to kind of see like okay so like now I know like what my audience is really resonating with what aren't they resonating with and like does that mean it's time to pivot in some way so like maybe they're like maybe you have three content pillars and one of them is fashion and someone's not really responding like in your audience isn't really responding well to that fashion piece does that mean it's because it's not something that you're speaking to as often as you should be? Is it because that's not clear in your mission statement or in your overall feed post? Is it because you post too frequently about it? And now there's been like an over, like almost like a drainage. They're kind of like overwhelmed with the amount of content that you're posting in this are they bored with it like you might not know the answers to these questions but looking at underperforming posts can also help you drive like and understand what's working what's not and this can kind of help you understand like overall like what your audience sees and how they're going to react to your posts So once you've done that and we're going to move on to step five, basically this is after you've done both a visual and a copy, which is your captions audit. It is time to analyze the data. So what content is underperforming really speaking to that after we've flipped it, is there a content pillar or niche that isn't seen as much as you want? For example, if skin is one of your content pillars and you're already creating content about it, but it's not in your top 12 posts, your content is underperforming. If your content is underperforming, what, What themes are present in your posts? And again, then looking at that underperforming, like looking at the worst performing content, is that where all the skin content that you've created is lying? Is it more in the middle? That's something that can help you understand what your audience feels about that particular content pillar and how you're speaking to it. And then also looking, what is your top performing content? Because it is so important to understand what types of content and themes are resonating well with your audience.
1: So I think just as like a quick example, I'm just gonna like pull up my Instagram insights and I'm just gonna talk through with you guys like my top 12, like what themes you see immediately. And again, I think it's really helpful if you're able to write this down. Like if you have a notebook, like start to just like write down these common themes that you see. Um, And again, this is like high level. So like initially, if I'm doing like a visual audit of mine, my top 12 like post it the seasonal thing is huge for me yeah it's literally like flowers in spring pumpkins and um pumpkins and leaves in fall and then also like my wedding stuff last year like I mean we got married and obviously like that drove like a lot of excitement right because I was also very excited about that stuff and so for me like I've like learned over the years that like seasonal types of content do best for me especially visually I have fun doing it and people really respond to it as well and then if I do a quick copy update I'm trying to think like okay so that one I was talking about how it's my second year going full-time another one's talking about when you should accepted a brand partnership another one's travel specific another one is about just like my blogging journey. And so you can, well, I would say like within the first top 12, my content pillars about like fashion come through, content creation, as well as travel. And so if you're feeling intimidated, it can be as simple as this, you guys. You don't have to like pull out your spreadsheet, even though it's helpful, right? To like capture your notes and like see how your content evolves. But even just like getting in the habit of like looking at your insights, you have the information to help adjust and set your content strategy if you've already been creating content. So you might as well like learn how to do a content audit, even if it's once a year, just to make sure that like your brand, your mission statement, your audience is all aligned and you're creating the content that you want to create. So
0: we're doing live content audits here. I love it. I know I'm looking at mine too. And all of mine are seasonal. (laughs) All of it is seasonal with the exception of my top performing one in terms of reach, which was fashion, like more fashion aesthetic based. But like, yeah, all of this all of this is like spring photo shoot ideas, St. Patrick's Day photo shoot ideas. Like, like, yeah, all of this is very seasonal. So like, that's not surprising for me at all. I feel like you and I both know that. That's
1: the season, And we like it. We love to do the seasonal stuff. We do
0: love to do the seasonal stuff. I know. And now I'm looking at my last three months for my reels. Let's see what happens here. Because that's actually something now that I've picked up on my reels, I actually haven't done a full content audit on reels alone
1: i'm kind of with you on that because again like this time last year i was not producing the number of reels i was produced i'm producing now and so now it's like even then like i'm adjusting like my content strategy i'm, I'm adjusting how i do the content audits and so Again, like as creators, as influencers, right, we're always growing and evolving. And like there are these best practices like content audits to like help help you make sure that, again, you're creating content that resonates best with your audience, reflects your brand, includes your content pillars. And the content audit is just like one of those things that can help you make sure that you're staying focused and and you're staying on track
0: also that took like two seconds like we literally talked through it like while we were doing here and this is again a mini version like we're not doing doing the full-blown thing right now that was a very like step three just focusing on the visual piece but like even I just looked at my reels and I feel like I already learned a lot about like what my audience is looking for because a lot of the top performing stuff was fashion and was unboxings which is very much in line of like where I'm looking to go with my content creation so I'm like hey I'm doing the right thing. Like that was like a cool check-in and it took two seconds. Again, highly recommend doing an actually thorough content audit like at like at least once a year quarterly if you have the time to do like a full-blown deep dive but if you want to do a check-in now that you've been posting you know if you've switched your content pillars or you've made an adjustment in your posting strategy maybe just do a check-in after you've gone back and listening to how to plan your content strategy um or your content plan and strategy sorry no it's okay after you've listened to that episode Maybe trial that for a month or two and then come back and do a mini content on it and see how that stuff is doing.
1: All right, so we hope you guys enjoyed learning how to do a content audit on Instagram. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. And if you enjoyed today's episode or learned something new, please rate, review, and recommend the podcast to a friend. If we haven't connected on Instagram yet, you can find us at Emma's Edition, at Mad Cray, and at the Content Creatives Podcast. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, join our Facebook group, and we'll see you guys next time.
0: Bye. Bye.